Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. This is episode 87 of Producer James getting on my goddamn nerves. He's on my nerves today, but I'm going to try to be a true professional and ignore his shenanigans and his clinginess and his need to try to tell me what to do. We're living through some hard times, so the last thing that a white man should try to do is to tame a black woman such as I. But I'm gonna let him make it, at least until after he's done producing my damn show. Then we'll have words. So we're so glad that you guys are here with us. I wanna remind you, if you have not yet, to make sure you're following the Libra Lounge with Keisha on both Instagram and Facebook. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can also tune into the show on the Laughable app, the TuneIn app, and iHeartRadio. We got some juicy stuff in the cab, so you know what time it is. It's time for the cab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. Okay, okay. I I know there's no way that we have enough time for me to imitate every single one of the 500 breakdowns that Kanye West had last week that we all got to witness. Like, we witnessed it as it was happening. It wasn't, oh, guys, special news, Kanye West had, no, no, no. We saw all of that shit as it was happening. Let's start with him going out to do his first speech to announce his candidacy for president, okay? That right there is a breakdown in the making. Yeezy for president. Okay, so as he's out there giving this speech, I can't even remember what town it was. All I know that, all I know is that whatever the city was, he didn't even get his shit in in time to be on the ballot. So his breakdown was like a total waste of time. Is that if, if that was his effort in trying to get more people to sympathize with him and vote for him in that city, he fucked that all up. But anyway, you know, every now and then, you know, especially this year, I'm learning a lot more about black history that even I didn't know. And I bet you didn't know this either. Not until Kanye said it all right. Harriet Tubman did not, not, she did not help free slaves. No, she did not. According to the book of Kanye West, she actually just took those Negroes and made them work for other white people. How does that work, Kanye? How does that work? To me, if she had made some arrangements with other white people, I feel as though she wouldn't have had to use the Underground Railroad. She could have just had that white person step to the other white person and say, I want slave number one, two, three, four, not five, but uh, all, all the rest of them too, right? But hey, it is clear to me, I don't know everything about black history. Thank you, Kanye, for setting it right. Please go back to all the history books and make that fine correction. As a matter of fact, didn't they release a movie about Harriet Tubman last year? I'll just take it off, take it off, take it off, take it off. Is it inaccurate? We've got new evidence. So are we going to get the uh, Kanye cut? We're going to get the Kanye West version of it. The movie is going to be very, very, very short. Very short. I don't even feel like they need to really get more than one or two actors. Just get a black person to play Harriet. Okay, maybe three. Get a black slave and her just handing that slave off to a white person. (laughs) There's a whole movie. If you're going by what Kanye said. Now. If that were not bad enough, and quite shameful to every black person in the history of mankind, shit really, really, really hit the fan when he started talking about abortions. Okay, so he told all his mom and them business because he let us know that his dad wanted to abort Kanye. He actually said, there was almost no Kanye. 
The only other person who I know that would say some bullshit like that would be Donald Trump. You almost had no Donald Trump. But then it got so much worse, so much worse. Because it's not bad enough to put your dead mother's business in the street, but you also put your wife's business all up in the street. And it's not just that he put all the business out there. The motherfucker was snot crying when he was talking about it. He was telling all of us that when Kim found out that she was pregnant by Kanye, and remember she was still married to Chris Humphreys during this time, that Kanye suggested that Kim get an abortion. Once he explained that, which, okay, we get it. You guys decided not to do that, and you had beautiful Northwest. No, 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 no. He had a total breakdown. Producer James, is there any way you can put that footage up of him saying, I almost killed my daughter. I almost killed my daughter. Well, she might want to fucking kill herself when she turns 18 and sees this shit that you put out there for everybody in the goddamn world to know about. But it doesn't stop there. We still have 495 more mental breakdowns that Kanye had last week. So once he was off the stage, which for some odd reason, I don't know why, he felt the need to wear like a, 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 an, an armed vest, like a bulletproof vest. I don't, I don't know why he did that. I mean, you don't do that when you like in concert. And I'm thinking that if no one wanted to shoot you on stage during a performance, they're not going to want to shoot you during this mental breakdown. In fact, they probably felt bad for you. But a couple of days later, you went to the Twitter. And boy, was that shit good. I mean, I didn't have to watch TV. I didn't have to go scrolling on Facebook or Instagram because it was all about Twitter and watching him break down. He basically put his wife yet again on blast. She tried to have him take it to a mental institute. Bitch, she was trying to do you a goddamn favor because that's where you need to be. So he considered the fact that she was trying to kill him. He actually said that, what is the movie, Get Out, was about him. No, really? Yes, he did. Yes. Wow. You can't make that shit up. Yeah, he said that. Everybody knows. No, we fucking didn't know. Until now, we know now, just like we know Harriet Tubman did not help the free slaves. So he said the movie Get Out was about him, and everybody knows. He also said that Chris Jenner and her black boyfriend are not allowed to be around his kids. I have no idea why. He did not give any I, any indication of why, but they are not allowed to be around his kids. He also went on to say that none of the West kids will be in Playboy. Okay, well, that, that's a good thing considering they kids, but yeah, okay. He, let me see what else he said. He wanted Chris Brown to come get him. I'm at the ranch. Come get me, Breezy. See Breezy or whatever they, Yeezy Breezy. So, uh, cover girl. Anyways, um, what else did he say? He said that he's been trying to divorce Kim since 2019 when she had a meeting, and I can't even remember what the meeting was about, with Meek Mills, but it was something very important, and it wasn't a one-on-one -on -one meeting. So I don't know why he thinks that they have they had an affair. But let me say this. Even if they had an affair, I'm sure Chris, I mean, Kim Kardashian doesn't want anyone to know because yesterday, Meek Mills... He wanted to let everyone know, even though he never announced that he was in a relationship, nor that he had a child, but he wanted everyone to know that he and his girlfriend broke up. And this is what he wrote. This is what a grown man, tight, proofread, probably made some corrections, proofread it again, and then posted it. It started off and it said, we, me, and Milano. We, me, and Milano, who is we? Like, is you, are you and Milano in a relationship with we? Is it a swingers kind of thing? The motherfucker's dumb. So, Kim, I'm starting to, I think Kim is a lot smarter than to date or have an affair with Meek Mills. But back to the breakdowns. Let's see what else he told us. Um, he basically tried to paint the Kardashian women as a coven. Okay, a coven. 
We already knew that, Kanye. Look what they do to me in all the damn time. You should have known. Um, he really, he did, he did Kim wrong. I actually felt bad for Kim. And, a, oh, then he showed that he had called Kris Jenner 44 times, and 44 times she did not answer her phone. So he took a screenshot of that, put it on Twitter saying, Chris and Kim, I need y'all to call me ASAP, this ye. Well, wouldn't your number be programmed in their phone? Like, why did you, why did you feel the need to call 44 times, then go to Twitter to tell them who it was, or maybe it's a text message that you sent, but, but don't they know your phone number by isn't now? It, isn't it pretty clear on Twitter? Who you are when you or, tweet them? Oh no! <laughs> when you when you call a family member, usually you're programmed in as something. Why did you have to announce who it was? What other motherfucker would keep calling them that many times from the same number other than you? So Lamar, you know, uh, maybe Lamar Odom, maybe some other. No, nah, he's he's moved no. on. He has okay. him a black girlfriend. He is uh, happy, sorry. healthy, and drug and Kardashian free. He is thriving right now. Okay. Um. Because the Kardashians almost killed him. In all seriousness, I do feel bad for Kanye. Because I've always said when his mom died, that was it. There was no one here on earth who could talk any sense into him or keep him under a little bit of control. It's clear that Kanye's got some major mental issues. And he needs to seek professional help, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, a therapist, probably a hypnotist, and he going to need a combination of several drugs to get regulated. Maybe one exorcist, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Hopefully, during that time of the ex exorcism, Harriet Tubman doesn't come through somebody and choke the dog shit out of your ass. So I really do hope, for the kids' sake, if nothing else, that Kanye gets the help that he needs. I know there were some reports yesterday saying that an ambulance showed up to the ranch but left 10 minutes later. They also saw Kanye walking into an emergency room, but he came out in less than 30 minutes. So we, we don't know what's going on. Kim did take the time to uh, pin something on social media, and I think she did a pretty good job because I would have been like, fuck you. But she said, look, you know, anyone who is dealing with someone who has bipolar you know, you can't just take them to the hospital and say, take them. You know, they have to agree to it if they're an adult. Um, so I, I'm sure this is a very trying, for, trying time for her. Um, there's been rumors that each of them is trying to seek a divorce. Uh, but yesterday, Kanye did apologize to Kim. Yeah, when you got down from that bipolar high, your ass realized how much money you stood to lose if, you get a, if Kim Kardashian divorces you and she has four of your children. Yeah. You don't want to be broke. He ain't that goddamn crazy. Moving right along, we have, this is a little bit of history in the making. Mike Tyson at the age of, what is he, 54? 56. 56. Mike, you look good, boy. Uh, 56 years old is stepping back into the boxing ring in September against Roy Jones Jr. for an exhibition match. Is that what it's called? Yeah, and I'm sorry. Mike is 54. My bad. Uh, and no. Roy Jones. Go back to the beginning of the show, and what did I say? I know. know. Uh-huh, go ahead. So Mike is 54, Roy is uh, 51. So it's going to be an eight-round, like an exhibition fight. So it'll be a fight, but it, it doesn't, it's not counting for any championship or any federation. It's, uh, you know, something pretty cool to watch. And it's a whole 10-part docuseries on a uh, platform called Thriller, which is like leading up to, so it's like training on both sides. Kind of like for you, big UFC fights, like they build up to the fight day. I'm excited about this. You know, Mike hasn't been in the ring. 15 years. 15 years. Look, don't let that little cartoon show he got on a duck swim fool, y'all. Mike still got them paws. He's still a Okay, killer. he still got them paws. The motherfucker has a tiger as a pet, okay? He walks a tiger around on a leash. He must treat the tiger pretty goddamn good because the tiger hasn't eaten him. So I think Mike, Mike actually, uh, they showed a picture of him with n no shirt on. Okay, getting away from Robin Gibbons does about it good. Like, he, he's ripped. Mike looks real good. He does. I don't How does Roy Jones Jr. look? Real fucking good. This is going to be good. Like, I actually said, James, 
this is, this is how we know the times that we're in. I'm like, that is worth the money for us to buy that so we can watch it. Because there's nothing else on TV. <laughs> but I think this is smart. I think this is most definitely something that people will want to see. I think people would have wanted to see this, rather we were going through all the craziness of the world or not. This is something to get excited about, especially for our generation, me and producer James, because we were kids. We grew up with Mike Tyson. So we have, we have followed him from being at the top to the bottom, all around, and back again. I mean, the motherfucker even has his own goddamn cartoon show. It's not like he's on the show. He is the show. It is called Mike Tyson's what? It's a Mike Tyson Mysteries. It is pretty gosh damn funny. They've got like a Scooby-Doo band and everything like that. So it's funny. All right. So the last time we had a show, uh, the week before last, we talked a little bit about dating during the coronavirus. And it was so funny because I was going through the TV guide and I saw a movie that I've seen like five times, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And I figured, hey, I should do my own little version. And I call it How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and Why It's Not Okay to Stalk Him Afterwards. So I, I have single friends, and they tell me some of the things. Let, let me say this. The pickings are very slim for women. I will say that. But um, the women that I know, I mean, if I were a guy, I wouldn't want to date them anymore either. This is how I think women lose a guy in 10 days. Days. If you've been dating him for five years and y'all have never been out on a date and you see his mom and you tell his mom that y'all together, that is surely a way to lose a man, correct? Five years, never met mom and you see the mom, you see the mom out in public oh. because you recognize her face from the pictures on his <laughs> Facebook page that he blocked you from. Oh. So you use your friend's Facebook page to be able to look at his Facebook page and you just go up and introduce yourself. This sounds way specific. So number two <laughs> on how to lose a guy in 10 days. Men don't really like to be talking about marriage on the first goddamn date. Bitch, I ain't kissed you. I don't know if your breast stinks. I, I don't know how your personal hygiene is. I don't even know what your middle name is. And you're already talking about marriage? Okay. That's a scary, scary thing. Number three. No, men don't. No, 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 no. He don't want to go to church with your family. Yeah. That is awkward as fuck. Like, I barely know you. Why would I want to go to church this Sunday with you, I, 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 I'm Jewish. We, we, we go to the synagogue anyway. Okay, what number are we on? Number four. Ooh, you invite him over, and you have yet to tell him you have seven kids by five different baby daddies, and he come up to the apartment, and he sees all them little motherfuckers running around. He ain't going to call you back. Not at all. Actually, he didn't even block your number. He just got a whole motherfucker in his phone. Okay, number five. I know this one, some people may not agree with me, but if you fuck a guy on the first date, I don't think that that is like the first thing you should do for a lasting relationship. Men, for every man, there's like six women, okay? Be the one that doesn't give him the punani on the first day. You're going to be the one he remembers. He's going to want to chase you a little bit. Men do like to chase. They may act like they don't, but they do. What was that, number five, six? That was five. Okay, number six. Let me see. Because, damn, this, if they're doing all of this, they really need to be locked up somewhere, institutionalized, possibly the same place as Kanye West. Um, let me see. Oh, if you go out with a guy and then within three days he asks you, can he borrow your car? Is he is thing? not trying to be your man. He just don't have no other way to get around. He's just using you. He's never going to commit to you, okay? You are just like a free Uber to him, okay? Um, do you have any you want to add, Producer James? I want to get a male perspective. Yeah. Okay. So don't. In the first week, so okay, we're talking about the first ten days. ten days. Okay, first ten days. 
don't show up at my job for any reason at all. Don't Especially su- don't when I ha- when he hasn't told you where he works. <laughs> Very true. Don't surprise me. Yes. It's not surprise time. Yes. Okay. Do you have another one? Yes. Okay. Um, don't tell me about your exes in the first 10 days or the first three months, but don't. Don't don't set me up too high or don't make me start from too low. Yeah, here's the thing. Most men in general, they don't want to know anything about your exes. They don't want to know how many men you slept with. That shit that women want to know. We want to know that kind of stuff. Men don't want to think about the fact that there was ever another dick inside of you aside from from his own. Even if you have kids, he still only wants to believe that you are the only, he's the only person that you've ever had sex with. Yeah, especially when you're telling me about 10 ex-boyfriends yeah. and they're all the problem? That, 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 you know. that, that too. And also what he's thinking inside of his head is she done had 10 dicks in her. Because that is how men think, okay? So what are we, number nine, 10? That was nine. How should we round this up? How about this? If you have any of the above psychological psychological issues, he's not going to call you back. The best advice I could give you is just be chill. Be chill. Don't let him know that you're desperate. Let your friends know how desperate you are, not the guy. This is the time for you to be posting cute selfies and shit like that on Instagram. So he could be like, ooh. Okay, when he calls you, you don't have to pick up the phone every time he calls. Hell, I'm married and I don't answer the phone every time producer James calls. I'd be like, mm, I don't feel like calling that motherfucker. Okay, but you know what? As long as we've been together, it makes him wonder. Well, where's she at? I wonder where she's at. She at? Let me text her. It, men, you have to keep making them work even when you're married to them. What else do I do, James? Um... So, you don't make me think that uh, you need me around. Oh, because I don't. Yeah. Mm-mm. I just need the paycheck, really. So, maybe that's number 11. Don't make a guy feel like he has to complete your world in the first 10 days. Yeah, You know what? I used to work with women, and so many of them, and I just never, I never understood it. They're like, oh, when my husband's out of town, like, I can't stay in the house by myself. Why the fuck not, man? That's peace right there. That is pure. When James would go out of town, me and Scholar, I, I swear on God, we would eat uh, Popeye's chicken and we would eat cereal every night for dinner. I mean, it was peace. I, I, I just didn't get the, I'm scared. I got to go do this. Or they made the, the men feel like they couldn't be left. Bitch, he's just gone overnight for work, okay? Like, if. You keep acting like that, his ass going to stay longer. Like, oh, my trip got extended. I got to stay for four more months. So, anyway, when we get back, we're going to have the ladies of Rise Up Galveston tell us about their march this weekend. We'll be right back. Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion, beauty, and home decor desires. We celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus-size clothing. Looking for the right accessories? We have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags, vegan purses, and jewelry to add sass to your class. We also offer health and beauty products from salon quality hair care to cruelty-free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female-owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539. Or shop anytime with us at www.sassyclassboutique.com. Alrighty, welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I have in the studio with me sisters. Y'all are sisters. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Carrie, Kara, and Kelsey from Rise Up Galveston. You guys want to do a quick introduction of yourselves? Sure. Um, I am Kara. I am a student at AM Galveston studying marine biology. Um, just nice. Living life, being a student, going to school. 
Uh, my name is Kelsey Howren. I am a Houston native. I am currently living in Raleigh, North Carolina, working uh, on my grandmother's farm. We are a botanical garden, tea room, event center. We do weddings. Wow. So that's the new Big yeah. Push's wedding. So uh, it's really fun. And uh, this just happened. Concerned citizen here who got tired of talking about it, who just decided, let's do something. Let's do it. So what was the background? What was the motivation that said, that made you say, you know what? we need to do something not enough people around here are aware well it first started i was talking to my family daily from gobbling up all of the information about this and they're like you know this is really hard to hear about kelsey i don't really want you to talk about this anymore mm -hmm. and it's like it's not going to change until we all yeah. start talking right. about it exactly so i'm not going to start talking about it and if it's difficult for you to hear if it's difficult for me to talking talk about granted i've been in like hysterical tears after mm -hmm. watching some of the stuff you know think about how it is for the victims and the survivors right. like we're not it. going through it so I came home and I you know she's been looking at all of the same stuff I have and I finally just said let's start a march mm -hmm. and before I could even finish the sentence she started creating a poster graphic and away like, yeah, we went right. within let's an hour we were on the phone with City Hall we were on the phone with the patrol commander of Galveston and we got the go-ahead, so we're doing everything uh, through the proper channels to right, ensure sure. that everyone's safe. It's peaceful. Peaceful. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, so, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, critical. So I have to ask, with everything else going on in the world, we've got COVID. Mm -hmm. We still got Trump in the office. <laughs> and then we have, you know, all of the issues uh, with, you know, Police brutality, the yeah. Black Lives Movement, um, Black Lives Matter movement. Do you guys feel that this year, in particular, that you haven't heard that much about sex? I mean, is it sex trafficking or is it just human trafficking? Um, it's, it's it's a mix of both. Okay, it's, okay. I would All say inclusive. the yeah, the main would be like the blanket term. I think would be human trafficking okay. because that includes children. Um, whether it's sex trafficking and for late forced labor, you know, when you're in debt to somebody, mm -hmm. um, there's, yeah, I would say human trafficking. Do you think that due to all these other things, you guys have not had very much awareness this year? That is part of it, but mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing is this is not a sexy topic. Yeah. This is yeah. not an yeah. easy topic to get behind, and because it is so difficult to talk about, and I think so many people have had their own experience with some sort of sexual abuse, whether mm -hmm. it's just catcalling or yeah. full on, you know, getting raped, God yeah. forbid. Um, so they're battling their own shame, their own trauma, their own lack of healing, that it's hard to talk on behalf of others. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things, you know, we were talking before um, we started filming, and I was telling you guys how I mention sex trafficking so often that sometimes I feel as though the people that I'm talking to, they hear so much, they think it's almost like a joke, like it's oh, funny yeah. that I'm saying it. I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. I'm like, I, my fear is so serious. Yeah. Like it's real fear. And then we live right here next to Houston mm -hmm. and we're in Texas, which is next to the border. Mm -hmm. yep. It scares me, you know. I think someone told me, you've seen the movie, movie Taken. Uh, that's what it's yeah. yeah. so yeah. like. No, I don't said I don't. This. Exactly. I'm this like, is valid. No. This is valid. I'm like, don't put me in a Liam Neeson movie right now. Like, no, uh, this is happening. But I don't think that people realize that it's real. Yeah. yeah. And and I think you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, for sure. What it's going to take is people talking about right. it and encouraging those discussions, encouraging people to actually listen. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. do their own research. Like, okay, we can talk about it all we want. Right. But, like, you have to do the research and see it for yourself. Or, mm -hmm. like, see the, the facts and the stats and stuff. It's scary. Yeah, it is. And it's, it is real. And it does happen to It, it can happen to everybody. To anyone, yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys started, um, I started going through the Rise Up Galveston page. And you guys have a lot, which I have to say, it's very cute. I love how it's. <laughs> the color scheme oh, that you guys picked. Um, I was looking at the statistics, I'm like, holy shit balls, you know? I'm like sending it to my daughter, I'm like, see this? You see this? You see this? Because um, when she goes out, I'm always like, you, you know, the GPS needs to be on mm -hmm. your phone. 
and I always tell her what to do in case someone tries to take her. I'm like, you need to scream fire. Yeah. Don't scream that someone's trying to take you. And I'm like, you fight, fight, fight. Mm -hmm. You fight, you scratch, whatever it is that you need to do. And then especially, you know, with her getting ready to go to college. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Huge. I think we had that conversation when we were at the campus. I mean, she's going to be local. She'll be at UHCL, but okay. all that shit happens right here. Yeah, still. exactly. I think it happens so often that we don't hear about it enough on the news. Because no one's covering yeah. it. They so, don't, like, they don't yeah. want to talk about it. So, they like, don't, don't want to talk it. about it. Please, if anybody knows anybody in news yeah. with a blog, yeah. like shout this podcast, this shout yeah. it out. Because the media doesn't give a fuck and they need to. I don't step understand it up. why it's just something that it's clearly an issue. There's movies about it. Like, what, what movie was that that we saw? Ooh, it was Rambo. The latest Rambo movie. Oh, yes. I yes. saw that. I saw it's it. It's so I saw good. It. And I like Everyone needs to watch it, not just because Sylvester Stallone does a stellar job at his age. It was a great performance, but I'm like, this is all about human sex trafficking right there. And I tell people, I'm like, you know, the chances of girls, and I always just say girls, getting found and brought back home is very slim. I said, but when they do get home, they're never the same. No, no. You know, it's it's just, it's a crazy thing. So what are the top three things that people don't realize about human trafficking? Well, real quick, to piggyback on what you just mm -hmm. said, less than 2% of all children mm -hmm. and, and, nor, and just, just adults who are put into to trafficking are rescued. Less than 2%. That's crazy. And of those who are rescued, only 70% or seventy of those people are re-trafficked later. Yeah. So it's just how a vicious... Is like, what, how is that possible? Yeah. So there's people that they get kidnapped, they get back home, and then it happens again? Yeah. So that opens up the lines for providing that healing, providing mm -hmm. the healing of that trauma, because without that, they are likely either to go back in mm -hmm. and be coerced into that trafficking, or in some instances, start inflicting that abuse on other oh, people, yeah. people, which hurt people, right. hurt people, and mm -hmm. not everyone, not everyone, but, but that makes a, sense a lot of people, and, mm -hmm. and it's, it's a vicious cycle, so if you can start with healing instead of just persecuting the person who who may be inflicting this harm on children or, or other adults, you know, and look at it from, well, well what happened to lead them on that path yeah. of hurt and abuse? And, and if we can kind of look at it uh, with a little more uh, compassion for right. some of these people and, and, and instill healing vibes, I think it yeah. would be really big. So, you know, what do you think that people just don't know? They don't, they don't get it. Like, what, what top three things would you say? I would say one of them is that human trafficking is the third most profitable profitable businesses for organized crime. So when you say profitable, can you break that down? Because I don't think people realize that it's a money maker. Yeah, they, it's, they, I think like individuals who are trafficking, whether it's a pimp or just a normal person or mm -hmm. family member, they make like an average of what, $350,000? A year. A year. A year. And so just, for just for trafficking children and or people. compound that globally, human trafficking globally generates about $150 billion per year. So that's a lot of money. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of money. And so like these people who are propelling this, terrifying business are not going to they're give us that revenue yeah, they're they're not without a fight. Yeah. So the people who are propelling this, they are doing it in secret on mm -hmm. the down low. And anybody who gets in their way, they are doing whatever they need to to shut it down yeah. right. because it's too profitable. Um, you know, uh, just a thought that people can put a number, an, an amount on a person yeah, is just like mind blowing. Yeah. I remember when Skylar was little, me and my mom would always tell her that just like we get up every day to go to work, there's people that get up every day and their job is to try to find little girls and little boys and kidnap them, mm -hmm. hurt them and all these things. And here you go. It's like a money maker. Yeah. That is more than what most Americans will ever make. Oh, you know, absolutely. yearly. Most Americans don't make three hundred and fifty thousand no, dollars. No, not no, not even close. <sighs> that's just insane. Um, what are some of the ways that people can protect themselves from falling victim 
And I say that because we have been programmed to think that, to look out for the white van. Yeah. You know, everyone's like, oh. Stranger danger. Stranger danger, yes. Say so, no to the candy. Yes. Like, there's no free candy. Yes. So, yes. unfortunately, though stranger danger is an important um, kind of slogan to say, mm -hmm. um, but what people fail to realize is 93% of children mm -hmm. who are victims of sexual abuse it's by someone they know and trust. Right, yeah. And that uh, abuser groomed not only the children to think it's okay, but they groomed the family to gain more access yeah. for the child. Um, so it's imperative not only for general uh, awareness of your surroundings, mm -hmm. for, for all of us, children, adults, all of us, um, it's imperative that, that parents really educate their children mm -hmm. on safe practices online, being honest about being online, yeah. what they're doing, uh, and do it creatively so it's less scary, so you're not terrifying the child and right. scarring them. Right. But, you know. Oh, boy. Yeah. Is that what I've done? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I think I may have, I don't, I think she's desensitized almost, I think, which is bad. Because I've, I've mentioned it so much for so long. Do you think she's desensitized? No. You know? I don't think so. Okay. Well, and too, like she absorbs that subconsciously, yeah. and I think it does have a lot of positive reinforcement oh, okay, to definitely. protect her. Okay, good, 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 good. I'm doing a good job. Okay, okay, okay. Um, you know, you said something that is very important, and I don't think people realize it, is that, yeah, there's a such thing as the white van, but you have these people that go online, and they just groom these yep. girls, so the girls go to them, mm -hmm. yep. you know, yep. um, and people don't get that and I don't think that enough girls understand that there's a tons of online predators. Yeah, they get online and they whether it's, you know, a teenager or a young kid, they these predators get online and they can see what you like, exactly. what you don't like, what you're yep. into, where you go. You know, if you're in tagged pictures, especially on Facebook, you know, oh at this school event, mm -hmm. they see and they gather this giant portfolio on this person and it makes it so easy. You know, yeah. it can take it's not always overnight, right. but, you know, they're able to gather all of this information that's just readily at their fingertips, yeah. just on all, well, all we over give the them everything yeah. that they need. Yeah. And I don't think that people realize that, I think people in their head, someone just wakes up and says, hey, I'm going to go kidnap a kid, and they go do it. Yeah. No, no, it's no, no, no. They've been no. working on this. Yeah. yeah, it's their job, and they make, yep. unfortunately, really good money. Yeah. At it. So, what are some of the reasons that people do human trafficking? I, I know sex is one. I think another would be, you know, sometimes parents are the ones that are putting their children in the situation because Why? they're just, they feel like they're vulnerable and they need money. You know, they're okay. in a bad situation where they need a quick out, and that's so horrible to think to that even anybody think that. could do mm -hmm. that. Yeah. But we were listening to a, a, a video, video on, on the way, way here, mm -hmm. and that's what they did. The woman was just so poor, she put her, what was it, two children? She had, they had brought with them 15 children to a hotel room for a setup to take them down, and they had been following these two mothers for two years. And they were going through, okay, well, what do you want? Oh, you want sex? Okay, well, Kate can do sex. Anna can do sex. Um, little Josie can't. So so what do you want? And wow. as soon as the money, as soon as the transaction was finished, mm -hmm. in come the feds, the special task force, and they took them down. And uh, it, unfortunately, desperation is a part of it. Um, and now with COVID, yeah. With all yeah. of the mandates yeah. having everyone stay home and with masks, yeah. it has allowed a 40 or 43% increase of uh, child trafficking. And, you know, imagine trying to find your missing child in a sea of masks. Impossible. And right mm -hmm. now, unfortunately, the reality is ordering a child online is as easy as ordering a freaking pizza. And Where that do you is even the truth. Go? Like, I, what? How you do, just go, what do you just know? type something in? Like, I'm looking for. Well, there's the dark web. Yeah. The dark is, web. Uh, uh, Silk Road was one that was a big, because that moved a lot of drugs. That mm -hmm. moved a lot of illegal stuff. Um, there's IRC channels. There's chat channels. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. uh, Reddits. There's oh, yeah, all sure. kinds of, of paths that are not clearly known to you and me. Because we don't go trying yeah. to find that. And well, they are right uh, under our nose. Well, Pornhub, for example. They approve all of the content on their website. They 
know that these children are being raped and abused and they still allow this content to be put out, to be traded. And the, the statistics for people who watch child porn, a.k.a. child rape videos, mm -hmm. it's only a matter of time until they actually start abusing a child yeah. physically. So though it's just child porn, the majority of these people watching it are putting their hands on a child. Yeah, that's the uh, problem with some of the deviant behavior. In some cases, it can be a safe fetish, mm -hmm. but typically the more deviant something is, the more that people chase yeah. the, high, the high, and that moves into sometimes physical manifestations. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that, you know, in my head, if you try to look up anything that's like child porn or anything like that, like a bat signal goes up yeah. to the FBI and they come swarming in, but clearly it's not like that. No. I mean, we were just looking at the Twitter um, policy mm -hmm. that they that's out for everyone to see, mm -hmm. and they allow people who, like the boy lover and girl lover um, or groups, they, like Ambla. Yeah. They Ambla, yeah, yeah, they allow them to, to publicly post mm -hmm. about what they like. On Twitter, you are allowed to post new, some, some nude pictures of boys and girls, children. If they're artistic. So if Keisha, they're artistic? If, if they can be defended as being artistic, you can show, like people take pictures of their naked babies yeah, in like right, a fun right, way. Yeah, right. If you can justify it, that it's art, it can be allowed on those platforms. Remember when I told you the other day, there was a lady who did a TED Talk that said, oh, that, God, that, yes. said that young boy and young girl love should be a protected yeah. class of gender, yeah. uh, um, of gender identity. I yep, wanted to yeah. fucking punch her in the throat when he was telling me about this. And yeah. the, just the fact that women are doing this as well yeah. is just, because when you think about a woman, a woman is supposed to be motherly to Nurturing, keep you know, safe. Protecting. Yeah, yeah. And, but there, there's well, pets of, and shit out there well, that are women. Mm -hmm. Well, out of Eastern Europe, the majority of the recruiters and majority of the collectors are women. What's yeah. this lady who's been in the news? She worked with Jeffrey Epstein. Ghislaine yeah. Maxwell. Yeah. 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 So it sounds like that she was one of the people who yeah. was going out and getting the girls. And I think yeah. looking at her um, like rap sheet or whatever, that was kind of, I think that was her job was mm -hmm. to kind of be like the in-person face mm -hmm. of it. Because, I mean, a, a kid would probably trust a woman exactly. more than it, more mm -hmm. than they would trust a man. Right. Yeah, because when you see a woman, you don't think danger. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I read a book last year, and um, it was a really good book, but it was about a wife who found out that her husband, who had a career and everything, but he was part of this group that what they, they did like snuff videos, but they were going out and kidnapping people, and these guys were rich, and they had been doing it for so many years. And, of course, me reading that book, you know, I'm like, oh, this doesn't really happen, but... It does. It, does. it really does happen. So what do you guys propose to parents on how to, you know, educate their kids about this? Be, be honest. Mm -hmm. Don't terrify them and mm -hmm. try to shove it down their throat, but just have the conversation, yeah, right. talk about it, and start young. And right. you, Like she was saying, like you can go about it in a fun way mm -hmm. or a more, you know, lighthearted way, but right. talk about it. Right. Make it aware to them that there are these threats out there yeah. and that, you know, we don't live in a little sunshine world of rainbows and right. unicorns. Not even close. No. no, not even close. And unfortunately, it, it's going to take getting down to the nitty-gritty, yeah. and, and I use, borrowed from what I've been reading, the bikini example. Okay, you don't let anybody touch or look at what's under your bikini area. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. if somebody wants you to touch their bikini area, you say no and get help from a different adult. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, furthermore, uh, you know, have kids think parents know everything. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> tell your kid, teach me. I don't know anything about being online. Can you teach me what you do right. online? And they'll, and they'll, they'll show you. you. And they'll yeah. show you everything. Mm -hmm. So, so nurturing that discussion and nurturing that honesty is so, so, so big. And again, back to the stranger danger, it's also people that you know, yeah. that you yeah. trust, that you love, and, and that you may give more access than mm -hmm. what you what, realize. What yeah. you realize. And, and it could be uh, really devastating uh, 
if things come out. I can tell y'all right now, even though y'all are so young, y'all have confirmed some things to me that I did a few things right in parenting Woo! because I would, when Skylar, I would give her a bath when she was little and I would always say that no one should touch these areas uh -huh. except for you, me, and Darling, which is my mom. Those, those would be the only people to give you a bath. If anyone else touches you, no. He used to kind of look at me crazy when we first started dating because my daughter didn't go to sleepovers all the time. Uh -huh. There was only two kids that she could go have a sleepover at their house. And he was like, I don't get it. I'm like, yeah, sometimes you know the people in the house, but you don't know who they have in yeah, the house. Right, exactly. And I would always tell her, look, in the middle of the night, if anyone tries to touch you, you call me. Yeah. yeah. And I will come and get you. And you have to start early. Yeah. Yep. And I, I think people, I don't know, I think people are in the mind frame that if I don't talk about it, it won't happen. It, uh, yeah, I totally well, think it's so. crazy. And look at the, look at the relationship our country has as a whole on the topic of sex. Yeah. We fail our children every day by failing to talk about it. And that comes with so many social taboos related mm -hmm. to sex. They expect the school system to talk about it. They Which do a they terrible don't. job. And so no. you end up, after the class at school, you have more questions than you did going in. Yeah. So without that, um, that foundation in the home, mm -hmm. talking about safe practices, but like we're in this vicious cycle where like our parents and their parents had such a shameful relationship right. with sex, mm -hmm. and that just carries on through. And until we can identify those issues and rectify them, mm -hmm. what the heck? Yeah. This stuff is just going to keep, keep cycling going through. Going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the other side of that too, which is which is tough today because um, as as you know, new age feminism has told women that being sexual is mm -hmm. take your power yeah. back. You know, take your power back. You know, the the, the problem to me was that. They looked at men for so long saying men are pigs yep. as opposed to trying to get men to act better. They yeah. said, well, we'll just be pigs too, yep. but it's empowering. You're so, so now, right. Now you have a lot of uh, a generation of young girls who believe sexualizing is power. Yeah. Who yep. believe that that attention is is good for you to get. Mm -hmm. it, you can be an influencer because you show your tits off. Yeah, yeah right? absolutely. And that's powerful. And that's I true. feel like, you know, sex sells. So we as a country and globally have been, again, hate to use the word again, but groomed mm -hmm. for sex. So yeah. like on the mm -hmm. one hand, it is so taboo. It's so taboo. But yeah. on the other hand, sex sells. So be sex. But yeah. oh, you're a slut because you're sex. And oh yeah. my God. So you're, you're playing both sides of the same coin. And it's like, no, stop. Yeah. Yeah. Pick a side. It's true. Yeah, it's true. And I don't think that this is going to change anytime soon. No. You know, it's yeah, just, it's sure. a moneymaker. Um, I mean, he even asked me one time because I like Cardi B and he's like, first of all, I can't understand what she's saying. And he's like, what does she, he didn't want our daughter to listen to it. Right. You know what I mean? Which made us just listen to it more <laughs> and louder and rap along with her, you know, because she was saying something about sucking a dick or, you know, all these things. Mm -hmm. But what you need to explain to your kids is that we can't control your bodies. You know, you you control your own body, but here are the consequences that here are the good things about sex. And here are the consequences yeah. about yeah. sex. Mm -hmm. And your reputation is one of those things that yeah. could be a consequence. But, yes, sex can be great, beautiful, whatever. If people even know what the fuck they're doing and half the time <laughs> people don't. So, but I think what we have to have uh, are people like you who are young and bold and brave educating, you know, yeah. because I think kids are more, they're going to listen to you right. more so if they will listen to him. You right. know what I mean? Like, I mean, you got the whole beard. You got your stranger danger all right there, you know? That's my problem. I live yes. like someone you'd say run away from. Yeah, I mean, little kids out in public, they look at him like, huh? Like, <laughs> like he's Shrek. But you guys, you know, like my daughter, she will see you, her and her friends will see y'all and say, hey, what are they talking about? Just based uh -huh. on how you look. Right. And then when they hear all the information, yeah, they're going to say, oh, okay. And then they'll pass that along to their friends. So... I totally commend you guys, and I want for everything you do to be successful. Thank so you. please tell our audience more information on how they can get down with the cause mm -hmm. and how they can come to the march, or how they can help if you need donations or whatever. Yeah. Just let them all know. So we have partnered with three organizations, so that is a great start. Okay. Um, it is locally Unbound Houston. Okay. 
uh, Safe House Project and Operation Underground Railroad. Okay. They have resources after resources and sites and links and uh, ways to donate to them. Okay. And they have awesomely partnered with us to help spread our, you know, our message for okay. our event. But yeah, that I would say. Yeah, those are a good springboard. Yeah. Um, Unbound Houston is a great if you want to get in on a local level. Mm -hmm. okay. And all of these organizations, they post like how they use their money, what what it's going towards, because you know these survivors like they need housing. Yeah, they need medical and treatment. And they keep you updated on like uh, Underground Railroad. They keep you updated on some of their survivors that they've found. Okay. They'll say like the okay, progress. like the progress that they've made, where they are now. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know. It's not just like, oh, yeah, thanks for the money, like, mm -hmm. or adopt a whale. Right. And it's like, okay, yeah. what, what does that mean? So, yeah, no, she's right. And people like this way, okay. Sure. But I'm like, keep up with what the whale is yeah. doing. <laughs> you just, you want to know. You want to know. Oh, know. Okay. So what about, as, is there any other ways yeah, that they so, can keep up? Uh, promoting hotlines. So if you know someone that something has happened, Please call the National Human Trafficking Hotline. Even which if you're is, suspicious. Okay. Yeah. Like, so that number, sorry, is one eight 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 three seven three seven eight eight eight. It's a great resource. Um, normalizing talking about it. So yeah. thank you yeah, so thank you. much for, well, thank for, for inviting us on the show because it's conversations like this that help to ignite the change. Uh, also, something so easy. Be on watch for your community. When mm -hmm. you're at the grocery store and you see a woman and her kid going to her car and there's some creepo following her, right. go alert either her or a manager. Yep. If they need to call the police for an escort to escort her home, right. police can't Do be it. everywhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and with the po political climate, how it is against cops and everything, like yeah. be on watch as a community, be together, we're better together. Um, another thing, if you see something, say something. Again, with the hotline, you can donate money, donate your time. And as far as our march goes, <laughs> like, get up and come on, okay? Get with it. We need ya. And honestly, one of the biggest things that people can do, we know Thursday, World Day Against Trafficking, is a weird day. We are just piggybacking on that day. So if you can't come, please share our posts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and more than that, Alert the media. Yeah. Alert your local two. Alert Galveston Daily News. Alert KPRC all the, or CBS, CNN, Fox News. Whoever, whoever you, if you have an in, please let them know because no other news outlet is it's doing shit. Yeah. And we That's need coverage crazy. to raise the awareness because without that awareness, I'm just going to tell you this quote that I just thought was amazing. Um, Nothing happens just because we're aware of modern day slavery. But nothing will ever happen until we are. And that quote was by uh, Gary Howen. And it's true. it's true. Like, you feel like nothing's going to happen just by raising that awareness. But it does. It starts yeah. with one day at a time. And then you look at the statistics, and it's so vast. It's so huge. You think, how is this really right. going to affect yeah. change? Well, even if you affect one, one singular yep. human yeah. being, you have made a difference because it's an entire life. Yeah. It's an entire, however many years old they are, you're affecting their life for the good. And that, if nothing else, is worth it to us. And yeah. and, and we're, we're fortunate enough to have a foundation of love at home, yeah. to have parents who love us, to have parents who instill such a beautiful life and provide for us and, and allow us to, to then kind of be the change we want to see in the world. So again, too, Start with yourself. Michael yeah. Jackson said it perfectly. I, start with the one in the mirror. Yeah. The biggest thing yeah. you can do is work on yourself and have that personal development because you have no idea your own inherent power and yeah. the ripple effect that that has. And, and it's contagious. And when you yeah. see someone being their beautiful, authentic self, you're like, holy shit. I want to do that. I want to be that. Yeah. So, so we, we implore everyone to just do what you can. Be authentically you. And, and really start with yourself. You know, don't wait for someone. We were kind of waiting, honestly, for Houston to, to, to start to a march because yeah. it is the top one, top two city for human trafficking. And they didn't. Now there is one yeah. in Houston. So whoop, whoop, go Good. Houston. But we, we were first right. because it's like we're not going to wait around. It's yeah. next Thursday, which is now this Thursday. Right. But it's like, holy shit, we got to get moving. Well, right. That's so the thing that's when what we did. you said, like, you, you can help one person. But that doesn't always mean like a victim. Like, oh if yeah, you, if you yeah. Can educate yeah. One, one even person, if I yeah. share this and I just tell you, yeah. that's one more person. And then they're gonna tell. And someone. then they're yep. gonna tell yes. someone, and they're gonna do more research, and you know, 
they share a picture that they saw on Instagram yeah. with a statistic or something about it, then more people are going to see that, and yeah. then they're all going to share it. So yeah. then it's the ripple. Uh, it's a lot of yeah, and people ripple. think yeah. that, oh, well, I'm just one person. Like, I can't make a change. Like, that's yeah, this, means, this means nothing. It's like, but it, it really does. Yeah. You Most are definitely. one. You It starts with one. Yeah. yeah. It starts with one. And we are all one. And, yeah. you know, since we started this uh, this past Tuesday, We've had an outpouring of people thanking us mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. starting it. Oh, you're so brave. No, we're not. We just got tired of talking about it. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not We want to see the change mm -hmm. or see and the start of the change. I mean, we always say you can talk the talk, but you got to walk yeah, the walk, too. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And people kind of stop. Mm -hmm. You know, it's easy to post stuff on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Now what? You know yeah. what I what mean? What are you going to do with that? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so if people want to come to the march, mm -hmm. give them that info if they okay. want to follow you guys on social media. Yes. So yes. Uh, go online, Facebook and Instagram, at Rise Up Galveston. Uh, all the information's there. Our link to the, the event is there. Uh, what to bring, what to do, wear blue, we'll be in blue, we'll be out there, rain or shine, bring your sign, we've got lots Ooh. of inspo for like what to write, what to yeah. include and everything. Um, Balloons, so. signs, your mask, your oh, mask, yeah, COVID. Yeah, COVID, that is, um, that is they'll say that y'all's march was the cause of the spread yep. of COVID and Galveston. Yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> not all the that. other things that are yeah, going exactly. on in Galveston, like the water, right. which People is probably the breeding ground <laughs> of COVID. Um, <laughs> So most definitely follow these young ladies on social media. Rise up, Rise Galveston. up Galveston. And if you can support them in any kind of way, even if it's just sharing the yeah, events on your social media page, that is excellent. Thank you both. Oh, thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you so much. No problem. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I want to give a shout out to the ladies from Rise Up Galveston. Make sure you guys follow them on social media. It is Rise Up Galveston. They have an Instagram page, and I believe they have a Facebook page, and there's also the event page for Rise Up Galveston. The march is this weekend, so if you're in the area and can make it out, make sure you go and wear blue. All right, you guys know what time it is. It is time for me to award the bitch please of this week. Bitch please. Rolling down the street, telling stories. Bitch, you never tell the truth. Bitch, please. Everybody know you lying, bitch, because all you do is lie. Okay. I am... I'm all about everything, okay? I, I'm all about Black Lives Matter. I'm all about the LGBTQ plus community. And I am a modern-day feminist, okay? So I believe come as you are. With limitations, though, okay? Limitations. I have grown tired of false advertisement that's not actually being identified as false advertisement. Here's what I mean. This one's about black people, this first one. I'm going to get to the white people next, okay? So black people, when you are advertising a new hair care product, uh, hair care routine, it is not okay for you only to use black people with a good grade of hair. And for you folks that don't understand what I mean, mixed race kind of hair. My great-great-grandmother was an Indian kind of hair. That's not the same Kuta Kinte hair that I have, okay? It's not nappy, it doesn't have, a, it's not brittle, it's not, it's not the same as mine. If you want me to buy your hair care product, I'm going to need you to use at least every other person it needs to have hair like mine. I don't think that's too much. I think that's false, false advertisement. You're telling me if I use your product, my hair is going to look the same as Halle Berry's mixed race hair. That's not going to happen, right? That's false advertisement. I would agree. Okay, so I'm not wrong. I'm not being bitchy. No, I mean, if uh, somebody was trying to sell something to me, yeah, it would need to, you know, cater to, to you. Me. You should need. You should be able to identify with a person. Yes. Okay. Or at least hair texture. Okay. He's not gonna go out and buy a hair care product, and it's got dudes with dreadlocks on all of the pictures. You see what I'm saying? Because then you're saying to him, if he uses your hair care product, he gonna have dreads. That's not the case. We make fun of white people that wear dreads. 
remember? Okay, so I'm all about body positivity, okay? But Instagram, y'all really get a bitch, please. Because you cannot say body positivity and then a girl who's plus size posts a photo in a bikini, but y'all make sure it's doctored. So it really doesn't look like her, She like the three rows is just one row. That is false advertisement. Because what you've done is you've eliminated a role. So my three role as I post a picture in a bikini and I got trolls after me. Okay. That is a form of false advertisement on, on both viewpoints. Okay. That is why you get the bitch please of the week. Be honest about it. Be about it. Okay. You will make more money if you are truthful. Speak your truth. Shh. Talk about your real naps. Okay. Talk about your real bellies. Okay, because I have bellies, not just a belly, bellies, okay? So, follow Rise Up Galveston. Have an amazing week. And thank you for tuning in to the Libra Lounge with Keisha and stay sucker free. Bye. It's the Libra Lounge. The Libra Lounge. Ooh.